0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Now this is where I would normally be like, "Hey, my man James is in the, the studio," but uh, no, we don't have James today. We have actually another awesome guest, and uh, I can't tell you, I'm I'm so excited to be talking uh, Brandon with you today, uh, Brandon Daigle. Um, many of you guys at, uh many of you guys know Brandon, B Dog, and uh, Brandon and I have gone. Uh, we've known each other for many years. In fact. Uh, I still remember Fall Ball in Scottsdale, Arizona and us hanging out. And I think you were 20. I was barely 20. And uh, actually, we got to go to the World Series together. Yeah, I know, dude. You actually got the tickets, which is awesome. You actually picked game six, which was the blowout. I got to go to see Game Seven, which is awesome too. So yeah,
1: it was really cool back then. Uh, you, you didn't get tickets online; you actually had to camp out, and we stayed right. there for a day and a half waiting to get tickets to that game, which yeah. was pretty cool. Oh man, it
0: it was yeah. But Be- I will tell you, hands down, it was the greatest game that I've ever been a part of. It was so much fun. So I I, I love the fact that you camped out for us. So, um, <laughs> hey, listen, the reason why I brought Brandon on the show today, you guys, is um, uh, y- you know, I've I, I went through a, a really amazing experience with seventy five hard. And it was a it was a game changer, you know. I mean, it was uh, it was such an awesome opportunity to go through a very challenging, very. Um uh, disciplined root you know, disciplined, uh, thing in my life. And, and I, I kind of love that. You know, I mean, I just, I discovered that about myself after going through the warrior week program. Um, I, I needed another program and I was able to go through that with a number of people. Uh, Kate and I went through that together. And then of course, a number of our friends went to it too. But, um, this is something that you went through. And in fact, you not only went through 75 hard. You went through, 117 hard as we're going to be talking about, dude. But uh, I'm just so excited to be talking to you today because I have seen, first of all, the transformation, but you've been able to, I mean, you went through it, you experienced it, you're still going through that. Uh, but I, I kind of challenged you to to reflect on it. And you've come up with a list of your takeaways from it. And these are powerful takeaways, man. I was reading them and, you know, I I came up with my list of 11. You've got 13, which out of 117 days, I think you deserve 13 for sure. So, um, I, I I mean, dude, like I don't even want to go into the the 13 yet, but just like, tell me about like, why did you go into it? Like what, when you, when I said 75 hard, I kind of put that challenge out to people. Why did you say yes? First of all. Yeah,
1: well, I have to give you the credit and the blame on this, Josh. Uh, yeah. You know, your your list uh, really inspired me. You know, we were around a group of entrepreneurs and people that were like minded and and looking for uh, you know a time to change. And you challenged a lot of people at that time and said, look, you can either set yourself up for next year. This is back in the fall, uh, and be ready for next year and attack it, or yeah. you can kind of sit back and and get to January and then hopefully have a game plan or or strategize at that time. Uh, Also, on a couple of personal uh, notes, you know, I was looking for a way to retool and rebuild uh, at at a point in my life where uh, I've started a couple new businesses in the past couple years Mm -hmm. and uh, really had some uh, traumatic life changes and uh, came to a point where I was looking at my daughters and wanted to become uh, the man and the role model that I hope that they will look up to and inspire to be like Mm -hmm. Um, and, and to actually come back and find an appreciation for people Uh, finding an understanding for my what my personal goals were I'd lost sight of those were what those were um, and focus on my core values and this is a a total mental discipline exercise you know the the physical byproduct is great but I had lost the mental discipline that I had when I was back uh, competing in high school sports and and even in college yeah I'd lost all of that in the past 10-15 years and so this was a great opportunity to reset all those things
0: how old are you now
1: I'm 39.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so important that people see and hear that you're 39 years old. Cause most of us think like, well, yeah, midlife crisis, 50 years old. Right. And it it does. I mean, seriously, like people have these mental breakdowns at the age of 30. They have the, at at 35, 40, 45, 50. doesn't, it's not an age thing by any means, right? It's a total mental thing. And you happen to be at that point. I I was at that point too. I mean, 40 years old was kind of my, I don't even say breaking point. Cause I was searching for so long as, as you well know my story. So, so, um, so well, um, so, but why 117? Everybody's going like, dude, like, were you just an overachiever or like, why was, why did it end up having to be so long as opposed to 75?
1: Yeah. So part of the, the regimen of the mental discipline is if you mess up at any of the pieces of the program, you have to start over on day one. Yeah. And on day 42, I figured out that I had messed up my diet,
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, it was a, it was a nuance to the diet, right? So I had chosen a vegan diet, uh, something that I had explored just the the you know environmental impact and the and the physical uh, right. kind of way that it affects your body, and I'd always been interested in it, and I really hadn't done a lot of research on it, but you know there was the Game Changers documentary that came out, and then a few. You're other welcome. pieces. welcome. Yeah, thanks a lot. Josh. <laughs> I Appreciate said it. that one
0: too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so Josh had a big influence back in November in my life, um, but. Uh, that vegan diet, you know, uh, it's a very regimented thing. And being in a town like Casper, it's very hard to eat out. It's very hard to prepare. Uh, You know, there's not a ton of grocers that accommodate those kind of diets. Yeah. Um, And to be honest, the options and the choices are pretty limited. And so it took a ton of discipline and a focus in that. And I also did it, you know, I started December 1st on on purpose. Uh Uh, A lot of people said, you're crazy, you're missing all the Christmas parties and all that. And, you know, from one perspective, I said, I'm going to miss all of that, but what am I gaining? What's the long-term yeah. play, right? Yep. And so I messed up on the vegan diet. I actually ate a vegetarian soup thinking that it was a vegan soup. Again, it's hard Shame to get access. Shame on
0: you, man. Seriously. I know. Man.
1: And uh, I didn't read the details. You know, the yeah. devil is in the details in what we do. And I could, you know, everybody I talked to, are like, oh, that's not that big a deal. You didn't do it on purpose. And right. I said, you know, in, in my personal life, in my career as an architect, if a client asks for something in, in specificity, and I don't I don't adhere to that that specification, it's going to cost me money yeah, and it might cost me a lot of time and energy and stress. And so what it taught me was to just slow down. Like I'm at the grocery store reading the the ingredients and I just kind of looked at the V of the vegan logo and looked at the V of the vegetarian logo and didn't realize just the nuances of that logo. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I just started grabbing V's. Well, if I looked at the ingredients, just like I do in my job, I would realize that the details didn't match the specification mm-hmm. and so uh, transferring that to my professional career I would have to start over and basically go reorder windows if I had specified the wrong window mm-hmm. and so that helped me slow down and say look you're at the grocery store for 5 10 15 minutes what's another 30 seconds to read a label and make sure that you're eating the right ingredients mm-hmm. so
0: do that I mean that is powerful because I, I don't I don't know you know if, if you haven't gone through 75 hard uh, you know you're you're in you're in the 40s, 40th, or 43rd day, you said? 42nd day. 42nd day, I mean, like, you're like, oh, I am halfway over, bro. Like, this is like the, I, I, I know I'm gonna make it. And then for you to make that decision, that is just tremendous discipline to start over at day one. Cause it's not easy. I mean, it, it is a challenge, man. And, uh, you know, everything from, I mean, the physical workout every single day gets really challenging, but the mental mental workout that you're having to do to convince yourself to continue to keep going and the discipline that you have to do. So, uh, dude, I'm telling you that is that's awesome. Uh, so 117, 117 days, I want to get into, um, cause you've got an awesome list here. Your first takeaway that you put, and it's, you know, everything's intentional, right? And, and, that, and that's, I think, that is so awesome is that your first one that you put down was half faith.
1: Absolutely. So talk about that.
0: Why is that number one for you?
1: Yeah, so uh, being a man of God and, and having faith in God, and, and if you don't believe in God, if that's, I'm not here to preach God or Christianity, but if you don't have faith in God, have faith in yourself, belief in yourself and belief in, in your morals and, your, and what you bound yourself to. Uh, for me, putting God above all else and loving God and loving myself is really important. And having faith that whatever journey I'm walking through, whether it's hard or whether it's easy, which is rarely easy, mm-hmm. um, that's the piece of it, having faith that you're in the pl- your right place at the right time, and you're where you're supposed to be in your journey with God and with yourself. Yeah. And uh, putting yourself in a position where you're uncomfortable and having faith that you're going to get through it and you're going to be stronger after you come out on the other side. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah what did you um you know i'm sure i mean obviously you went into this uh, 75 hard uh with you already had faith man i mean i've known you for many years and so i think that you would always, you would have called yourself a faith man a, a spiritual man um i mean was it did you just go to a just a tremendously deeper Understanding or appreciation about your faith, or what did that look like going through? Because I will tell you, I mean, as a from somebody personally gone, gone having gone to the seventy-five hard. I mean, it was a deeper level for my, for me. What was that experience like for you when it came to why can you freely talk about that now?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, for on the faith side of things, there's there's times when you're in this and you are really stressed and you are really challenged, both in time management obligations to your family, obligations to your friends, and balancing all of those things. And it forced me to turn to God in those, in those deepest, darkest times when you're like, man, I could really quit right now and it would be really easy, mm-hmm. but God's pushing me to be better. And so getting to that level of where I'm in a, in a harder, uh, tougher position that I hadn't been in before and hadn't been challenged before, realizing that the growth is going to come if I turn to God and put my faith in God that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do.
0: What about you? You know, um, having once again, I just kind of go back to, how, um, to that mental state that I remember going through—is uh, the faith that I started to see in myself even more. Like, what was that for you? Because obviously, you were dealing, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but you were doing dealing with a tremendous amount of personal stress throughout this the entire time, right? Um, and it, and it really—I mean, nobody wants to go through what you were going through. Um, what did that faith in yourself look like from day one? to day 42, back to day one, but finally to day 117?
1: Oh. So when I began the program, my faith in myself was really in doubt, and my faith in other people and, and society in general was really in doubt. I had just spent over a year on a project that was out of my control as to whether or not it moved forward, and it wasn't looking like it was going to, going to go forward. Yeah. And it took a tremendous amount of support and vulnerability with other people to get that to happen, and so my faith in humanity at that point was somewhat restored. Like mm-hmm. I had lost all faith. I had spent 14 months uh, kind of out uh, on risk of this project ever happening, mm-hmm. and the final decision really wasn't in my control. I had to have faith that if it didn't go forward, that's not in my It's not in my control. I had to have faith in God that that's what he wanted.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, dude, you're starting to transform, by the way. Like, I mean, you really are. 42 days into it, you're like, okay. Uh, first of all, sobriety, right? Big time. That is like, we didn't even talked about this, but for both of us, like n- not having any kind of a beverage, like it is amazing. Like what you go through and the clarity and like, h- you know, just how your body is. Right. But then you go back to day one, you get back to day 42. Like, what was it like to go back to day 42, by the way, did you be like, Oh my God, I would have had, eight- this is 84 days right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Day 42 for me. Uh, I had, uh, developed and evolved to having a ton of faith. Um, a lot of that came from some of the relationships that I'd formed with people that I didn't know or had lost touch with mm-hmm. um, people that were supporting me in ways that I didn't realize that they were watching. You know, I realized that everybody's always watching, whether yeah. they tell you about it or not uh, the words of encouragement and the people that reached out during this, after they're like, Hey man, I heard you're doing 75 hard. That's awesome. Yeah, My faith in humanity was being restored big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know to to reset and go back to day one, uh, i I had a lot of a lot of heartache with that. and some people said you don't have to go back. you know it's it's just a, a an accountability thing that you're overdoing it. And I said, no, that's the whole point. Yeah. For me, that's yeah. what I needed. Yeah, and I had the faith that going back to day one was actually what was best for me. Mm-hmm. And now, looking at one hundred and seventeen days later, if I'd have been done after seventy five days, there's another uh, good forty days in there that I still needed to be doing this and mm-hmm. still learning. I hadn't learned everything that I needed to learn and I still haven't, but yeah. I needed
0: that extra time. Yeah, that's awesome, buddy. Yeah. Uh, well, we're only on number one here yeah, and we're sorry. like you know, 13. No, 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 I, I've, I've been asking questions through this. So obviously you guys are gonna tell like, it's going to be two episodes. So we're not gonna keep you here for an hour and a half. If you listen to like a Tim Ferriss one, where it's like two hours, yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, that is the most painful thing in the world. Yeah. But it's they're always awesome. Um, number two, feed your body, feed your mind. Absolutely. So you know, what you
1: ingest in your life, whether it's uh, through food or through nutrients or what you read and consume, whether it's in media or uh, print or whatever you listen to, Mm -hmm. um, feeding yourself with good energy and good positive thoughts. You know, what you put into your body, what you eat is exactly how you feel physically. And what you put into your body mentally and what you consume is exactly what you put back out into the environment. Mm -hmm. And so feeding yourself with positive energy and reinforcements and entrepreneurial spirit, like that then invigorates you to go do more. Right. And at the same time, you you know, part of this, the 75 heart is the diet. And so, uh, reprogramming your body as to what it needs and what it's seeking, mm-hmm. you know, that, that gallon of water every day, I can feel when I don't get a gallon of water now. Yeah. Right. If I'm, if I'm off by like, you know, 32 ounces, my body's like, keep drinking. You're yeah. not done
0: yeah I can always tell because I'm like oh I haven't gone to the bathroom 75 <laughs> times today, so it's like I'm only on 73 I need to drink more of my, you know? absolutely <laughs> isn't yeah that crazy yeah isn't it like uh, did you get an appreciation for food by the way um you know I you know as in, we were both athletes um you know we we know the importance of healthy food in our bodies and stuff but like this was at a level that I have never been exposed to and not only once again we're you know you're eating better in that sense but you're also being more creative going wow I I know, like if I eat this, I know I'm going to get this type of energy. And I know if I eat this, how healthy this is for this part of me mentally, or, you know, I, it's like, I just had a, a much better appreciation. And oh my gosh, have apples ever tasted better in your life, by the way? <laughs> yeah.
1: Fruits all, every day, yes. all day, every day. Fruit, right? I have never eaten this many bananas in my entire life. <laughs> you know, on the vegan diet, I would get all my proteins from like peanut butter and banana sandwiches, you know, uh-huh. I ate those like it was going on a style, yeah. right? And I still do, now that's my routine is, you know, I'm programmed now that that's a great source and it tastes really good. Yeah. And now when I get fake sugar, I just, I can't even stand it. I know, right? It's so different. Yeah.
0: yeah, you can honestly tell you're like, oh my gosh, God had the perfect sugar, right, in in <laughs> fruits, and like we were just manufacturing it. And there's such a different taste. I mean, it's just unbelievable, right? Yeah. And then, so f- feeding the mind, like, what what were the things that you were doing to feed your mind that maybe you weren't doing prior to seventy five heart?
1: Yeah. So I. I totally got inundated with podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it was a podcast or or I'd always been a documentary guy on Netflix, but the types of documentaries that I watch changed a little bit. Uh-huh. And also what I started to do was to challenge what I was listening to more so, you know, in the past I'd listen to a documentary and I'd just become a vegan all of a sudden tomorrow mm-hmm. or I would listen to a podcast and I'd, and I'd start to kind of follow whatever that course of of thinking was. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I'm opening myself up to talk about what those things are and having a perspective on mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. And I'm also getting better at filtering what's good and bad. Like there's a ton of great motivational or there's a ton of great entrepreneurial content out there, mm-hmm. but it's not all good. Yeah. You know, and so getting to that level of understanding what I'm consuming and whether it's positive or negative, or what to filter in and out of those those conversations and those sources is much more different. And the types of books that I read, I'm very intentional. Uh, You know, my personality type is a three. I always want to be doing something. As an Enneagram, I'm a three. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always looking to be productive. What I've been learning is that I also have to slow down and I have to read things that aren't just about business or they aren't just about, uh, you know, the next business adventure that I'm looking at Mm -hmm. or self-improvement. And so I've got to be able to slow down and, and find something that's still positive for my mind um, but maybe isn't so focused on personal development.
0: Isn't that hard though? Because like, I, I'm sure like with me the same way, it's like, okay, well, I only have like a half an hour to read or I only have like this time. So I want to put whatever I possibly can to improve myself. It's like, I don't I don't read science fiction because I'm like, God, if I can read science fiction or if I could read a great entrepreneurial book and that's going to help me in my business and life, I'm going to read that, right? So it's a challenge for sure.
1: Absolutely. I have a couple of friends who said, you only read nonfiction? Uh-huh. I said, yeah, that's what I read every day.
0: Is there anything else? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So I've, I've got a couple of recommendations they are on my stack of books that are at the bottom of of the, uh, uh, fiction area, but I'll get to those this year sometime.
0: I love it, dude. Uh, number three, man, I, you know, this is amazing to have this, this close to your top 13, but man, empathy, like people don't really think like you learned empathy through 75 hard. If anything, you were like, that isn't 75 hard, hard. And you're supposed to like be tougher through this, but you know, this was a big thing for you. And you and I spoke Uh, you know, before we got on the show um, last week about this. And uh, that was a, that was, this was a big game changer for you, man.
1: Yeah, this one was huge. And this was probably of the list of things that I started to appreciate. Uh, This was probably the first thing that it kind of was the self-awareness that I, that I lacked at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, based on my personality type, I'm the kind of guy that once I learn something or I know something, I don't understand why it takes other people so long to get there. Yeah. And I, I haven't had that empathy of, of a position of not knowing what happened to you before we had this conversation or what phone call you might've got bad news about your family. And in my line of business, you know, I work with consultants and, con- and contractors on a daily basis. And so I might have touch points with over a hundred people in a day. And so to have empathy, when I start a conversation to say, Hey, how are you? before we even talk about business, let's understand what your mental state is mm-hmm. at the time. And the, and the kind of trigger or the moment that I had this awareness was, it was, I think day 10 or day 12, I was at the gym and I'm the kind of guy that get, if I get on the treadmill, I go to like six, like I don't even walk. I just yeah. start to run. yeah, And if someone gets on the treadmill next to me and starts to run, I'm like looking over at what their number is. And I'm like, they're yeah. not out running me yeah. no, no matter how long. Uh, but on day 12 or 10, whatever it was, I was exhausted, just wiped. And I got on the treadmill and I went to a one and I just walked for 45 minutes <laughs> yes. because I couldn't run. <laughs> right. And yeah. so at that time, I, you know, someone got on the treadmill next to me and they started to run. and I was like, man, I really, really want to try and keep up, but I got to just rest. Yeah. Like I was still getting my workout and I was still being physical, but having empathy for that person next to me on the treadmill or that person that walks into a meeting And understanding more their perspective of of where they're at mentally and having an appreciation or consideration of, hey, if this isn't the right time to talk about this, let's just wait until it is Mm -hmm. and giving them space. Mm -hmm. Um, That moment for me was a really tough, challenging thing that gave me empathy for others around me. Mm
0: You know what i love about this list that you've created is that not one of them was um anything that i had on my list and when kate did her list it wasn't anything that um she had on her list and 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 i love this about this program is that it's such self-discovery and that is so individual that um, we can all go through the same program but decipher and come out with different things that we all needed to be working on, right? And exposed to. So uh, I love how you were able to take this away and it wasn't like, oh yeah, that's exactly how, you know, I, I didn't, I had not realize um, empathy. I had to realize um, um, having more faith and yeah, you know, in different forms we, we were able to develop those, but we wouldn't have articulated them in the same way. So it's just really cool to hear your story through that, even though we can relate you had a di- you had a different um, a journey through it, right? Yeah,
1: and the timing of it's different, right? As everybody goes through the journey of 75 Hard or any program, like in, in just in life in general, the timing of life presents itself in different ways to people, mm-hmm. right? So I have very close friends of mine who are the most empathetic people, and we're the same age, we've had relatively the same experiences in our lives, but based on their personality type or their upbringing, they're more empathetic, and they yeah. have been their whole lives. So at least I learned it before, you know, I was 70 and yeah, didn't, right. didn't waste the rest of my life. But it, it through this journey of 75 hard, just like in life, we all get to that place or understanding or awareness at different times.
0: So. Number uh, number four, man, this is, and I know we're, we're 20 some odd minutes into this and we're only on number four. You're going, God, this is going to be, how many, how many podcasts are going to have to do? As many as we need to, by the way. Um, Being vulnerable, man, that is, uh, that's tough, dude. Not only as um, I would say as a man that's really tough as a business owner, as a father, as a, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, like that's, that's tough to be vulnerable. Um, why was that uh, why was that an area of your life that you just, you know, either you discovered or that you, you felt was so important. That was a lesson that you learned through this.
1: Yeah. So vulnerability, uh, you know, as a, as a business leader, as a, as an owner, as a person that is seen in a leadership role, uh, in the past has often been characterized as a, as a flaw, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If I'm vulnerable and I admit that I don't know something, why would people look up to me and want to work for me or with me? Mm-hmm. And so that was something that, and uh, again, in my role as an architect, where I hire a lot of people and work with a lot of people, I'm often seen as an expert. And yeah. so if I'm not an expert and I don't have that persona to my clients or to my friends or to my or to my, the people that work for me, uh, I saw that as a weakness. Mm-hmm. And what I've come to understand is that actually being vulnerable and saying, I don't know, actually empowers them to say, look, we appreciate that you're not a know it all mm-hmm. and that you need our help. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, I'm actually willing to help you now. Mm-hmm. I've actually gained more support from those around me by being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Josh, I really appreciate what happened to you earlier, uh, most pretty recently <laughs> yeah, and the right? vulnerability that yeah. you exposed and, yeah. and, and, look at the response that you've got yeah, right. from that, yeah. from that mishap. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Totally, totally being vulnerable, totally being out there. Like, and that was an accident. But as soon as I heard about that, my mind went, God needs Josh to be vulnerable right now. Right. It's not an accident. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And Look at the response that you got, and you said you talked to people that you haven't heard from in a while, and they reached out and they said that's exactly what I needed, Josh. Yeah. And by whether intentional or unintentional, you were vulnerable. You've opened that up, and you've realized what it affords other people.
0: Exactly. And you've right.
1: spun it to to put it out there even more, and like open yourself up more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, what I've come to learn and and is that I didn't have very close relationships with people. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friendships, a lot of people that you know I could talk to and be personable with, mm-hmm. but they weren't personal relationships. And through this, I've had a couple of friends that we've gone through this together, yeah. and, man, we're brothers for life.
0: Yeah, For sure. awesome?
1: And it took being vulnerable with those guys and saying, look, I'm scared to death of whatever the situation is in front of me yeah. and shedding a lot of tears with them and making sure they understood that, I wasn't weak, or at least I came to understand that I wasn't weak for opening up. Yeah. Um, but I was able to, in that time of tra- trauma, bond with those guys yeah. and help them understand that. And I'm now trying to apply that to my professional career more. Yeah. Um, when I have a client that says, hey, I need you to tell me how to do this, I have to pause and say, I don't know the answer today. Yeah, but I'll get it to I'll get it back
0: to you next yeah, week. Yeah, and that' great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weight off your shoulders too, because it is. It's there's a lot of pressure um, to to have to have all the answers. I will tell you that, right? And when you want to be the expert of everything, and then you don't really know the answer, and you're just trying to trying to come up with it somehow. I mean, there's a, t- a tremendous amount of pressure that we put our, uh, put on ourselves here. Um, and I would say I just want people to understand too, like you know, seventy five hard, hard happen at a at a perfect time in your life because you were battling a really, really, once again, hard thing in your personal life. And so that when when you're saying about this vulnerability, um, you're that, that's what you're exposing yourself to is that the vulnerability to talk about the personal side of it, and you had 75 hard to go through that was helping you on that journey. So I want people to understand like, you know, 75 hard is hard. Don't get me wrong, but it's all of the things that are happening around you that you're being exposed to and that you're starting to identify and listen. I, when we went through it, when we went through 75 hard, we were going through a really hard time with the companies and some things. And I'm like, man, if I'm going to go through 75 hard, I guess this is what God wants me to go through right now. And, and, and thank goodness he did, because I would have been making some stupid decisions and I probably would have been enjoying some beverages a lot more than I ever did. Right. I mean, just because of the stress, you want to go to that. And I knew I couldn't do that. And I know for you, that's exactly right. I mean, you didn't turn to the bottle, you know, and you actually had to turn to him, right? And yourself. And that's how I think once again, that's why you have faith, feed your body, feed your mind, empathy, be vulnerable. And we haven't even got to the rest of it. And we're going to have to unfortunately stop this one, but you can see just how pat- impactful this was, man.
1: Absolutely. And, and part of the vulnerability is the authenticity for yeah. me, right? I am much more willing to be authentic with people and having that vulnerability allows me to be authentic and have those deeper relationships. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm on a different level now and it's so much more freeing and fun to be a part of. Yeah,
0: I love it, buddy, man. I, I, once again, we just, we opened only four of these 13 here, but I promise you we'll get into the other ones on the next episode. But Hey, listen, as, as always, you guys, um, you know, we, we, we know that this is uh, resonating with you, and we know for a fact that this would resonate with somebody in your sphere, sitting at your table that needs to hear this message. Um, and you can see, uh, you can just tell, like, um, this has changed, Brandon, there's no doubt about it. And I know that if you guys, if you choose to do 75 Heart, awesome, This is going to be an amazing journey. I'd l- We'd love to hear your story. Uh, so, you know, feel free to comment. If you've ever done anything like this, what what is it, what meant in your life? And who needs to hear this story? So, uh, any last words there, brother?
1: No, thanks for having me. This is awesome, John. All right, buddy. Hey,
0: next episode number two is going to be on its way as well, too. So don't worry about not hearing from Brandon. Anymore. Take Thanks. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel hey, and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.